Happy summer, folks. We hope all our beautiful denim star sock stars are diving right in this summer. As for many of us now, it really does feel like things are back to normal. I mean, whatever that is for the time being anyway, hey? So now that who have officially declared COVID a non-emergency and are seeing concerts, festivals and travellers make a full comeback for the most part. So whatever theme or plans your summer will bring you this year, that summer book list you want to bite right into, you know, the trending do nothing vacation that will allow you to recharge and unplug or simply trying to get your hands on a pair of Adidas Sambas this summer to complete your quiet luxe look. We want to hear and see your summer plans this season. So drop us a line on Instagram and share. As for Denim Star, it's a back to school summer. Remember your fellow students and pals who had to head back to the drawing board at summer school. Well, Denim Star is doing just that. As we recap what Denim Star had to showcase sustainably at Pure London, along with our new packaging, not to mention having a boo at the fashion industry's environmental report card to see where the industry stands and what more we can all do this summer to up our marks and ace the test. So no greenwashing allowed at summer school and beyond. What do you think, Bills? Yeah, well, happy summer is right, every, everybody. And, you know, I have to say that, you know, since May 5th, when the, the WHO chief declared the end of COVID-19, um, you know, as a global emergency, citing increased immunity and fewer, fewer deaths, you know, psychologically, at least, it really did feel as if something did shift, you know, it mm. was officially opened and uh, opened right up, didn't it, Ems? I mean, uh-huh. we still feel that we're going to be living with COVID, but somehow now it really does feel more open and free. And from what I hear from other folks, you know, many after having gone through this and coming out the other side, um, you know, a do-nothing summer along with, you know, this this trend, this crazy trend of revenge travel seems to be mm. still still going on for the summer mm-hmm. menu for many folks, doesn't it? But um, yeah, you know, that, uh, you know, I would love to to really have a pair of those cool sambas that are out there. I mean, ditto. I, I mean, just every day there seems to be something on TikTok or somebody just trying to get their hands on those cool, cool sneakers. But at the same time, yeah, you mentioned it. The, the environmental report card is in on the fashion industry and it would appear that, you know, we may all need to go back to summer school this year and get some learning on with the basics once again. Hey, Ams? Yeah, Billy. I mean, it reminds me of Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need cooling, baby, I'm not fooling, yeah. I'm gonna send ya back to schooling. Yeah, I know, it's it's like that Led Zeppelin, that's all I could think of too, It's they've summed it up. Yeah, it's a little bit like that, Bill's. 
<laughs> my fruits just dried. <laughs> you have to get warmed up this summer. Because so much of what we've seen in the industry has been on fire mm -hmm. with fashion brands stating what they're doing for the environment. So while now the alarm has gone off, the fire has been put out and the report card is in to cool everything down and say that, yeah, you know, we all need to hit the books this summer and up our grades in order to up our fashion industry game, right? Yeah, right. Well, yeah. And so I, I guess it was Axios on June 14th, you know, so not too long ago stated that mm. the fashion industry, their attitude is they, they, they're they shrugging off the circular economy. Mm. So according to the report that was put out by consulting firm Kearney, uh, it concluded that most clothing brands now are just doing a lousy job on the environmental front and that most consumers aren't doing their part either. So, you know, is this a surprise? or did many of us see this coming hands yeah but you know Billy I wasn't all that surprised at the headlines as you know you know because without making any excuses for the industry or my consumer behavior you know or yours mm -hmm. after everything that we've all been through in the last three years it was like yeah really you know uh, you know what I mean we both yeah. kind of thought that when we read that article mm -hmm. yourself included you weren't really surprised either were you yeah yeah not really but then as you know along with everyone else most folks you know that we we know of on both sides of our, our journey in this world they're just trying to put food on the table and keep their head you know above water trying to pay totally. the bills put the food on the table we're you know not really we all care about the environment but whether mm -hmm. you really stop to think about when you're in survival mode okay i'm going to pay mm. you know more for an article article of clothing right now which mm -hmm. will hopefully last me a lifetime or perhaps become an heirloom or am I just going to focus on putting food on the table you do really do get into that survival mode yeah um, but whatever the case the report card is in folks and wherever we are in our sustainability journey as consumers it never hurts to go back to school and take a refresher course on sustainability right Ems? so true mm -hmm. as I think many of us can relate and you know so the summer school it is bills you know yeah. so let's take out our bike pencil cases and erasers and rubbers yeah. in the UK, mm -hmm. of course. And look at the report bills. So what are they saying out there? Yeah, well, you know, just overall, despite all their rhetoric about the fashion world's environmental shortcomings, and you know them, you were up mm -hmm. here in London, you know yep. how it's a major polluter and carbon emitter, but what's yep. to do, but wants to do better. And so progress has been slowed towards, you know, the goal of this circular economy and where a garment is repeatedly you know, reused, repaired, recycled before it's discarded. So poor marks in circularity was reported. Mm -hmm. So it turns out that Kearney mm -hmm. uh, Consulting reported in its third annual circular fashion index, Kearney assessed 200 brands mm -hmm. and found a profound lack of urgency on climate goals. So what they found was that clothing makers are still busy pushing more and more products into the market and then you know incinerating unsold inventory rather than giving it a new life while manufacturers still lean heavily on virgin materials mm -hmm. and don't educate consumers about responsible ways to get rid of used garments yeah and, and so yeah when we looked at that you know and so the the takeaway the meat and potatoes of it all was that they're pretty much saying that the clothing drop-off and collection infrastructure is underdeveloped along with 
the process of sorting used clothes. It's very complex and expensive because fashion products are not designed to be disassembled into subcomponents for reuse. Mm -hmm. And then there's that where we, we get a share of the blame as consumers for not exploring donation, recycling, repair options, that, you know, that kind of thing. However, the resale thing has become very popular, and, you know, for obvious reasons, as we've talked about on the show, but because you make, uh, you're making money off it. So that's basically what it's about, right? Right. But where it stands, mm-hmm. there are a few brands that are the notable exceptions and are doing the right thing when it comes to sustainability and getting those top marks. So the top 10 were Patagonia, mm-hmm. Levi's, The North Face, OVS, which is a casual, trendy Italian brand, mm-hmm. Gucci, Madewell, Coach, Esprit, Lulu Melon, and Lindex, uh, which is a casual, trendy Swedish brand. Yeah, good old Lululemon. That's that uh, yoga brand mm. out in Vancouver. Yeah, and then so they said that Madewell got a shout out for accepting, you know, they're accepting used jeans and its retail stores and selling used or upcycled clothing through its Madewell Forever program. Coach, and you know, they're the handbag designer, earned praise for its Coach Topia sub-brand, which then sells items made with recycled or recyclable materials. Uh, not much has changed or improved between last year's report and this this year. So, hey, Ams, I mean, mm. used used clothes from first world countries are, are causing huge em- environmental harm in places like Ghana, which the Guardian recently labeled as, you know, fast fashion's dumping ground. And, you know, when I heard that, it sounds like that satellite image that popped out, I think it was at the end of June, where they found in Chile's Atacama Desert. Mm. Uh, it really reminded me of that, doesn't it? And for fast fashion, uh, it spawned this mountain of leftover clothes in the Chilean desert that was so massive that it can now be seen clearly from space. And that's exactly what happened. This gigantic heap of used clothes in Chile was so big that a, a satellite spotted it and it was, you know, it was brought up in the news. Just crazy. Mm. A mountain of clothes. That growing mountain of discarded or unworn clothes manufactured in Bangladesh or China and sent to retail stores in the US, Europe and Asia are, you know, are brought to Chile when they aren't Mm -hmm. sold. So at least Mm -hmm. 39,000 tons of those clothes accumulate in the desert landfills. And so with the overall big picture, while many big name brands have signed on to the fashion pact, a four-year-old environmental initiative aimed at lowering the industry's climate footprint, there's Mm -hmm. still a lot of work needs to be done between the group's goals and individual companies' actions. So the challenges still remain, even with groups such as the Sustainable Apparel Coalition, Mm -hmm. who aims to guide clothing makers in the right direction. Oh yeah, I mean, the challenges are evident while they're, they're trying to meet these goals. Even for companies that say, you know, they're trying to do the right thing. We saw, for example, Gucci, uh, mm. while um, I think they're they're owned by Goering, whose CEO initiated the actual fashion pack. Mm. You know, they recently had to dial back at their uh, environmental goals after finding it hard to live up to carbon neutral pledge. So lots of kinks yeah. to be smoothed out for sure. Absolutely. So the grades are in, folks. By the numbers alone, about 
15% of used clothes and other textiles in the US get reused or recycled. And 85% go to a landfill or incinerator. According to the Commerce Department's National Institute of Standards and Technology, so only 7% of brands regularly employ recycled materials. 54% of companies use them just for a few selected items or product features, while 39% use no recycled materials at all, according to Kearney's findings. And also, yeah, it is also about fashion brands teaching consumers what those recycled materials mean, because quite often as consumers, they do like fibres and fabrics that feel soft. And still at this stage, those recycled materials sometimes can actually feel scratchy on your skin. So it's kind of like changing your own understanding of those fabrics and being more open to the fact that maybe those recycled fabrics don't feel as smooth on your skin. So it's it's educating ourselves as consumers as well. Wow. Yeah. So perception and behavior. And oh, that's so interesting. And then so what's next? Uh, change. You know, they're saying maybe slow, but it's becoming more visible. Companies like Surf, a startup textile recycler, you know, they sell materials back to retailers like Patagonia. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, when we had our whole podcast on thrifting has become a way of life for a growing number of shoppers. And then, you know, clothing brands like Reformation and their beautiful dresses that we've talked about on the show as well are touting their commitments to circularity. So, you know, yeah, it's like you always say, Ams, what's the bottom line? Well, the bottom line, according to the report card by Kearney, they say, you know, quote, there are really two sides to this. We need the brands to be doing more and we need the consumers to be doing more as well. So true. And we talked about this in our Mm -hmm. quiet luxury potty as well, you know, but like author Elizabeth uh, Klein Mm -hmm. of The Conscious Closet, the revolutionary guide to looking good while doing good reminds us that simple, timeless and made to last quiet luxury has all the hallmarks of sustainable dressing, but also be manufactured in highly polluting and, you know, exploitative ways as well. But as awareness evolves, this quiet luxe moment might have the potential to help consumers kick their fast fashion habit. And although the young are increasingly critical of fast fashion, a 2022 survey conducted by Sheffield Halam University found that the majority of Gen Z want to cut down on fast fashion, but continue to buy it anyway, probably because <laughs> it's affordable, right? Exactly. I mean, we 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 can't really judge because none of us are, are in the same boat. We're all on a budget. And even after yeah. learning about the clothes mountain, you know, many consumers have, you know, there is this resentment towards fast fashioning. And then at the same time, there's guilt for buying the stuff, mm. you know, during this cost of living crisis that we're all in now. And yet many, you know, had never really given any thought to where throwing away clothes end up. You know, that's that's the, the narrative for sure. Mm. And are now relying on advice from their mothers and grandmothers about right. 
importance of buying these quality pieces that are, you know, made to lab and are now reassessing their buying behaviors and perceptions. I think it's, it's come full circle. Absolutely. And like Klein mentioned, mm-hmm. ultimately to have ourselves get that better grade on our report cards, so to speak, so we can nix summer school next year. The demise of fast fashion requires a mindset shift rather than another new trend or aesthetic like quiet luxury. Social movements can absolutely start with people on social media who love fashion, elevating the principles of slow fashion through quiet luxury or other minimalist looks. But in terms of what it will take to dismantle fast fashion, that would require a lot of changes, including environmental regulations that correctly price natural resources and pollution. So, you know, mandates for fair wages and human rights, along with supply chain and social movements. Where citizens refuse to participate in buying clothing from companies that pay poverty wages and destroy our environment just to make money. So let's up our grades, reduce consumption, buy less and rent and mend or upcycle existing clothes, care for existing clothes, store them properly and avoid unnecessary washing. Buy secondhand, it can save you money too. Check Mm -hmm. what the garment is made of before buying and that the composition will be an investment in the item's life cycle. So bottom line, as you know, I like to say, as a sock producer and consumer myself, until each continent of our global world has infrastructures that invest in creating recycling units for textiles to be disposed of for circularity to truly become a norm, textiles meaning every adornment that you can think of that we as humans wear, this is the best we can do. Together, we can ace this. Yeah, and so let's ace this, Ams, exactly. And it's down to those little things that uh, we can all do that, you know, make a huge difference. Shop right, look for those top 10 companies that truly are not greenwashing and buy quality, sustainable pieces that will last a lifetime. All values that Dan and Star stands for uh, this summer and into the future and beyond. Songs the summer school. I mean, because mm-hmm. after all, like Alice Cooper saying it, school is out for summer. School is out forever. I mean, right, Ems? And, and to yeah. recap, Ems is going to, you know, remind us all once once again what Denim Stars values are to help us do our part for the environment and sustainability and ace the next report card for the next time. Hit it, Absolutely. Ems. Absolutely. So hit the books. That's a rundown. Yeah, mm-hmm. hit the books. That's a rundown for you folks. Denim Star has officially been awarded with the following sustainability claims. Fighting plastic waste, industrially compostable, recycle packaging over 95%, recyclable packaging over 75%. Mm. So this is done as a whole, all the components involved. 100% vegan, female-led, hello, that's me, Mm -hmm. carbon offset, and of course, organic range. So through achieving FE verification, Denim Star demonstrates contribution towards global goals known as SDGs. These are Sustainable Development Goals. So EFI is a UK company that verifies companies' sustainability claims, giving consumers a chance to buy from brands that are not greenwashing. So the following are SDGs that Denim Star is working towards, which is three, good health and well-being, five, gender equality, six, clean water, 
water and sanitation, 10, reduce inequalities, 11, sustainable cities and communities, 12, responsible consumption and production, 13, climate action, 14, life below water, 15, life on land. These nine goals are all incredibly detailed and in-depth. So I am thinking that for the next nine podcasts that Billy and I do, we will dedicate one goal to each month for myself, Emma Brown, the founder of Denim Star Socks, to explain each area of the brand structure and how that is able to align working towards each goal. So what do you think, Billy, that this will be a little update at the end of the next nine podcasts we produce? I love it. I love it, Ems. And yeah, just rather than doing this major crash course on the nine goals, yeah, just chip away at it as a little pop-up uni of Denim Star University and take a a little crash course, one one goal at a time. I love it. And uh, to just be involved in all of that, what we can do to help save this planet from giant closed mountains that we hear about. Absolutely. (laughs) Whatever we can do along with all the denim star sock stars that are out there, let's do this together. And school is out for summer. Perfect. Enjoy your summer. Enjoy your summer. I hope all of you lovely sock stars enjoyed our latest podcast of Socks and Sandals and Other Scandals Morning Cuppa with Emma and Billy with our new Sockets edition. As I mentioned before, going forward, we will be published once a month. So keep an eye out on Instagram and Facebook for announcements of it going live. Thank you so much for joining us on this magical mystery sock tour. If you liked it, give it a thumbs up, share it with your friends. And as always, don't forget to sock it to me and subscribe. And being the hosiery high priestess, as I always affirm, be the star you know you are. I'll talk to you guys later. Toodaloo, my lovely denim star sock stars. Until next time. Bye.